All right, so here's what we're doing. We're telling Bible stories. <laughs> Athena Fleming, this one is for you. Okay, here goes nothing. I'm Celicia Thomas. I am starting <laughs> a podcast telling stories from the Bible. And so you guys, if you're listening to this, I need you <laughs> to take everything what I'm saying with a grain of salt. I'm gonna pray before I get started, but I also need you to double check everything I'm saying. I don't know if you've ever heard of drunk Shakespeare, where people are like having a little drink and then telling the Shakespeare story and it's completely bonkers. That's kind of what this is. However, I'm gonna do my best to not lead anyone astray. So just know that I am trying to tell the story the best I can, but also I'm putting it in how my brain is interpreting it. So th the purpose of this is truly for me to like remember what I'm reading in the Bible as I go through it. Um, in 2020, I decided, okay, I need to read this whole thing. I read the whole Bible when I was little and that's great and I remember some of those stories but as an adult the Bible is a very different animal and and I absolutely saw things very differently as an adult and in 2020 I'm like dear God please forgive me that it took a whole pandemic for me to get closer to you um but as I was reading it I'm like this book is the bomb it's the bomb and God is hilarious he is so funny and sometimes he's got a dry sense of humor I'm like wait a minute what was that a joke <laughs> okay let's do this thing um all right here we go all right so I'd like to start at the very beginning that's a very good place to start <laughs> Okay, we're going to start in Genesis 1, 1, where you all, all, you know, you already know. This part, you know I'm not making up. And I don't intend to make anything up, but let's start with Genesis 1. In the beginning, God created, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay, first, before we even start, I just want to point out, I want to shout out to all my creatives out there, all my fellow artists who are waiting for Broadway to come back. Um, and hopefully by the time this airs, maybe it will have come back. Uh, God is a straight up creative. I just want to point out that in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. Like literally he said, let there be light. He had a thought. He's like, you know what? I want to create something. He thought it, he spoke it, boom, there it was. And y'all, he's like, he's the OG of creating. We have that, like he's given us that power. Maybe not like we're going to, create like a earth or something but we're like you know what I want to write a song you have the thought now get the thought out of your head you get that on paper and guess what boom it exists we got that from him y'all okay 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 let me keep going so day one he created he he said okay um heavens and earth let there be light so day one you got this globe you got light okay Day two, um, he created the seas. Okay, great. Uh, okay, y'all can double check me. Please actually double check me. All right, he created the sea. All right, day three, he created land. So he was like, all right, all the sea. No, 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 I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. Day three, <laughs> day three, he was like, wait, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of water and stuff. Let's put a vault. So now we got sky and we got, we got the ocean. 
great okay we got the sky we got the ocean that's uh, i think that's day three let me check let me check oh that's the second day that was the second day all right day three he created pangea y'all remember that up in fifth grade when earth was all one piece of land before it got broken up um into the seven continents that we know today it was uh, one big old piece of land. God was like, yeah, 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 yeah. That looked good. That looked good. Okay, good. So now we got the sea and we got this big old piece of land and all the things. And when he created land, he was like, hmm, let's put some stuff on it. So that's when he created vegetation. And it, when I was looking into the word, don't quote me all this, but we always be like, what well, came first? The chicken or the egg? The egg or the chicken or the chicken or the egg? Well, it kind of sounds like for this, he created like seeds in the ground. Yeah, I guess that makes sense that that came first and then it grew up. It wasn't just like, here's a tree. Let me dig a hole and put the roots where they need to go. No, he's like, here are the seeds. That's what it seemed like. Um, and so he created vegetation and God saw that it was good. That's verse 10, y'all. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm lying. <laughs> That wasn't verse 10. Okay. So we've got land, we've got sea, we've got sky, we've got light. And then on day four, he's like, hmm, we need a little sparkle in our lives. How about a few stars? And a couple over here. Ooh, we need a big old light and we need a little light. So let's put the sun for the daytime and the moon for the night. Oh, that's romantic. That's cute. That's cute. And that was the fourth day. Day five, he's like, let's get this party started. I got some ideas. I, let's do some animals. I'm going to put so many animals in the sea. People ain't even going to know what's all up in there. But they're going to find a few of them. Um, so we got animals in the sea. We got animals in the sky. And then eventually he put some animals on the earth. And shortly after that, he created man, mankind in his image. And we know that one. I think his name was hmm, Adam. Sound familiar? Sound familiar? Okay. So now we've got all these things. And he was like, Adam, you looking kind of lonely down there. I feel you. You know what? I see you. I know you. It's just you and me, man. And you seem kind of lonely. I got you. Bro, I got you. Okay, wait. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. Because I, I got a surprise for you. And when Adam woke up, whoa, who is that hot mama? Her name was Eve. Enter Eve onto the scene. Okay, so I just want to point out that at the end of chapter one, um, and this is for real. Chapter one, verse um, 30. Let's see. And to all the beasts of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has, but I, I, everything with the breath of life in it, this is the NIV version, I give every green plant for food. And it was so. I just want to point out that God was like, y'all, Adam and Eve, welcome to earth. Y'all are vegetarians. Let's do this. And by vegetarians, I mean y'all are straight up vegans. And we will get to this in the next few chapters in Genesis. But like y'all already know Adam and Eve was like living for so many years. A lot of people in the Bible were living almost a thousand years. And we will like jump to this. But when we're when he gives us animals to eat, 
And by the way, I'm speaking as a full-blown carnivore, not as a vegetarian or a vegan, but I think it is <laughs> worth pointing out that as soon as he's like, all right, you guys can eat all the plants, but you're also welcome to eat the animals. <laughs> the lifespans began to decrease exceedingly. <laughs> so, I mean, just saying, I love me a steak and I'm still eating my steak. But according to the word, as soon as he gave us the choice, y'all, we started dying off instead of a Instead of like 900 years, it was like 700 year lifespan. And then, and then, and then, and then, and then it's down to like 100 years eventually. But let's end on a good note. Man and woman, they were good. Chapter two. All right. Pretty much everybody knows the story of Adam and Eve. So I'm going to tell it how I remember it. And y'all can check me on it if I'm, if I'm messing up. So we got Adam and Eve and they are walking around this bomb garden I'm like I don't know what it actually looked like but I'm picturing like 600 acres in the middle of nowhere and it's just them together and it's so romantic and they're just butt freaking naked and just living their best lives I wonder what kind of hair Eve had like was she did she have textured hair like me was it straight like in all the books and movies and stuff I don't know but I bet she was gorge because she had to be super healthy She's the first human. Like, there's no reason for her to not be super healthy. And so, and same for Adam. Like, ah, I'm sure that they just were, like, living their best lives. Can you picture, like, green grass and, like, alive, fully flourishing trees with every color? Like, this is God's first, like, little piece of art. And he's like, this is cute. I can imagine they're like, let me, like, have a little onion garden and like some strawberries. He's like, all right, y'all, you can, all of this, all of this, like Mufasa to Simba, everything you see is yours, but don't go beyond into the shadow. That's where Scar is or something like that. Well, we've got the tree of life. It's probably like the most bomb looking tree in the middle of the garden, they probably pass by it every day and they're like, man, that sure do look good. But I know better because God said, don't touch it. You can have everything else, but don't touch that tree. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, it's an apple tree. I don't think the word actually says it was an apple tree, but like, I don't know what kind of fruit it was, but it looked bomb. So we all know here come this serpent and he wasn't like slithering yet. I think he had feet because eventually when he started messing up, God was like, you are cursed. Now you're going to slide on your belly everywhere. So I'm assuming before he was sliding on his belly, he probably had some legs and some feet. Can you picture snakes with feet? Yuck. Yikes. Um, and so here he come, come up to Eve and she by, by herself being like all bomb and stuff. And he's like, hey. What's up? Which also makes me wonder, could animals talk? Like, was there some type of communication back then that maybe maybe it was unspoken? Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I, some kind of way he was communicating with Eve. And can you imagine? He's like, hey, I mean, just try it. Like, what's God going to do? He's not going to. What's he going to do? Just try it. The reason why he doesn't want you to have it because he doesn't want you to be as bomb as him. Like, come on. It's not going to kill you. Try it. And Eve's like, 
Huh. I mean, I mean, you're probably right. I mean, like, it's fruit. Like, what's it going to do? Man, she pulled off one of these pieces of fruit. That thing was so bomb. Ooh, ooh. I bet that thing was juicy. She was like, this is good. This is, this is good. Adam, Adam. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Literally, my, my neighbor's name is Adam, and I hope he doesn't think that I'm calling him. <laughs> okay, but he's like, Eve is like, Adam. Uh, he, he's like, yeah, babe, what's up? He's like, she's like, you got to try. Come here, come here. You got to try this. He's like, ah, I don't know. I don't know, babe. You know, God was like, nah. She's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Trust me. He's like, all right. He tries it. He's like, babe, this this is bomb. Oh, I'm going to put this in our dinner tonight. Oh, yeah, this is going to be real good. This is going to be real good. And, and as, soon as, but as soon as they ate it, they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Those are your boobs? Are you? Oh, but we are naked we are naked oh my goodness it's like they didn't even know it's like they were walking around in the hottest fashion and then realized that they were wearing paper bags except they weren't wearing anything and so they're like we need to cover our we need to we need to cover ourselves it's like they instantly did know more and once your eyes are open to anything you cannot close your eyes just like when you learn how to read you cannot learn to unread or unlearn to read. Like, you know what the word, when you know how, when you know something, you can't unknow it. And so, and that goes for anything. And so God is like, hey guys, what you doing? Wait, where are you guys at? And they're over here hiding in the bushes. He's like, what you doing? Are we playing hide and seek? They're like, um, he's like, wait a minute. Did y'all make clothes? Who told you you were naked? And Adam's like, Eve made me do it. I'm sorry. He's like, y'all, I gave you one rule. I gave you everything. This bomb garden and you couldn't just, ugh. Gosh, all right. Everybody's cursed. Get out. Get out. All right, women, y'all gonna have the worst childbearing pains ever Man, you gonna have to work the ground. Like all this vegetation was just springing up in your favor. And now you're gonna have to toil the ground and work it yourself if you wanna eat. Serpent, you ain't got no legs. I'm gonna get up out of here. Slither away. And that was the beginning of, well, that, I don't wanna say the beginning of the end, but <laughs> that was the beginning of sin. Dang it, you guys. And, here we are today with some horrible child pains, um, birthing pains, and all of the things. Uh, and that's because of our ancestors. But hopefully the story will get better for the next chapter. Okay, so just a quick little blurb about Cain and Abel. So Adam and Eve did the thing. They were like, let's do this thing. Okay, great. We don't have a baby. I'm sure it was very painful. And Eve was like, man, I really messed up. But she got a beautiful baby boy named Cain. And all was bomb and great. Then Cain had a little brother. 
I'm not too sure how far apart they were in age, but y'all, Abel was his name and everybody loved Abel. Abel was sweet. God loved Abel. Adam loved Abel. Eve loved Abel. And Cain was super jealous. So Abel, Cain murdered him. <laughs> Basically, he's like, what? What is this feeling inside of me? I don't like it. I don't like him. I'm just going to get rid of him. And I think it really is interesting to point out that in chapter four, verse um, seven, the second half, it says, but if you do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must rule over it. It's almost like sin takes on like a persona, like in the other realm, like sin is like almost like a person, like a spirit, like a straight up, like it's a thing. It's not just this elusive. It's like, I am sin. I'm knocking at the door. I'm like, let me in. Let me in. I know you want to let me in. And we get to choose if we let it in or not. And Cain was like, come in. Let's, I got a plan. Okay. And so, or sin was like, I got a plan. And Cain was like, okay, let's do this thing. So he kills Abel. I think he kills him out in the field or something like that. And God, this is like when God was still talking to humans and everything like directly and stuff. He was like, Hey, Cain, what's up? Cain's like, nothing. <laughs> what you doing? And God's like, hey, where's your brother? And Cain's like, hmm? And God's like, where's Abel? I got to tell him something. And Cain's like, um, my little brother? Um, I, mm, I'm not really sure. God, okay, first of all, God ain't dumb. He's like, I'm asking you questions that I already know the answer to, and I'm just going to see how long it's going to take for you to tell me the truth. And God is like, Cain, I know you killed your brother. Like, the second it happened, I felt it. I heard his blood was screaming from the ground. Like, why are you lying to me? You know you're in trouble, right? Like, you know that that's not good. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory. Okay, no, he didn't say all that. But he he definitely was like, you're banished. You, that's not okay. You cannot just feel jealousy and kill the person you're jealous of. That's not okay. And it's your little brother. Like, not cool. So he's cursed. He's banished. He's like, all the ground that you toil, nothing's going to, um, you're not going to produce any crops. You, you're just, you're doomed. And Cain is like deeply distraught. He's like, oh my gosh, what have I done? This is awful. This is horrible. Um, he's like, God, I just, this is a lot. I'm so sorry. And God, he's like, I'm going to go out into the wilderness and people are going to kill me. And God's like, they're not going to kill you. And he puts a mark on Cain. And I can only imagine what the mark was. I have no idea. Was it a birthmark? Was it like a scar? I have no idea. But Cain has a mark on him. So people don't like mess with him out in the streets. And so it's like God was upset, but he still was like looking out and he was like, okay, so anybody who messes with you, they're going to have punishment seven times over, something like that. Um, and so it was so. Eventually, Cain goes out and like gets a family of his own. I'm looking at the word right now. And oh yeah, he got a he got a wife. They did the thing. They had a son called Enoch, which God loved Enoch. Enoch is the guy who like didn't, ever die like he his like God took him do you remember the story like he like walked up with God and like people were like dying and stuff but Enoch didn't he just it's in chapter five 
24, it says like Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. I'm, I think that's so interesting. I'm like, what is that life? Um, but yeah, so, and also I want to point out, there's a verse in here where it says Cain was like in the process of building a city. I thought that was really interesting because back in the day, it's like, I mean, somebody's got to do it. Oh yeah. Chapter 17. Cain made love to his wife and she became pregnant and gave birth to Enoch. Cain was then building a city and he named it after his son, Enoch. And if I'm pronouncing this wrong, it might be Enoch. I have no idea, but I, <laughs> so I'm just saying Enoch. I just want to say like, how casual is that? I know Cain like did bad things and like killed his brother and all this stuff, but like also he had to have been quite a leader for him to be like, I, and like a doer to be like, I'm going to go and build a city now. What? Like that is such a thing. And I, I didn't even realize that's still a thing. There are still people today who was like, I'm going to buy all this land in the middle of nowhere and I'm going to build a city. You know, like people do that. That is so crazy. My brain doesn't work like that. Not yet, at least. Um, but yeah, that is, that's what we got so far. And then eventually Adam and Eve um, did the thing again. <laughs> I'm sure they did that a, a lot. Um, and they had another baby and they named him Seth. All right, so now I'm in chapter six. And I think it's just really important to point out because I don't ever remember anybody like preaching on Genesis chapter six. I mean, other than Noah, like we know Noah and I'm going to go through that in a sec but before we get to like Noah's story it is talking about how like there is a lot of wickedness in the world which are we surprised like people killing their brothers people disobeying God so yeah I can only imagine that that kind of multiplied quickly because it's just in truly human nature to mess things up so in my bible it and I want to be careful saying this because like I never remember my preacher preaching about this, but it's right here in my Holy Bible, NIV version, chapter six. When humans, I'm in verse one, when humans began, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful and they married any of them they chose. All right, I'm in New York City and it might be kind of loud, so... I had to stop that for a second. Okay, let's see here. The sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful. They married any of them they chose. Then the Lord said, my spirit will not contend with humans forever, for they are mortal. Their days will be 120 years. The Nephilim, I'm in verse four, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward. Have y'all ever Googled what Nephilim are? They're like angels. So this is like... I think this is mind blowing that there were mortals and immortals on the earth together. And it kind of sounded like they were intermixing, which makes me feel like if angels were having, I'm so hesitant to say this because I've never heard anybody preach on that, but it's right there in the word. It's like sons of God, daughters of humans, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and also afterward. When the sons of God went to the daughters of humans and had children by them, they were the heroes of old, men of renown. That is 
I don't even know what that means or what it looks like, but it sounds like there were literal superhumans on earth. And I wonder like, what happened with those bloodlines? Who are there people who are, who their ancestors had angel blood? Like what, why does no one ever talk about that? I just want to point that out. Um, but anyway, so the Lord's like, yo, 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 y'all, we got to pull out. It's super wicked down here. So um, I'm going to send a flood. Ah, oh, but I really like Noah. Noah's the bomb. He's flawed, but like he's the bomb. Let's let's choose him and his family. So Noah was the chosen one and God instructed him to build an ark. And we say ark, but like literally this is like the first cruise ship on earth. Like it is three tiers. This thing is huge. It has to be big enough to fit every type of animal that is not in the seas on the boat. All the birds, the vultures, the doves. I love how the Bible is always talking about baby pigeons. I've never seen a baby pigeon in my whole life, but apparently they were quite common and maybe these, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? Anyway, all of the birds of the sky were in this boat. All of the giraffes, the snakes, the alligators, whatever was uh, around were on this boat. And so this thing had to be massive. It had to be <laughs> massive. Um, but Noah followed all the instructions to a T and he did all the things and um, like two by twos, female and male versions of each animal, obviously, so they could repopulate the earth when it was time for the flood to be over. They all get up in the in the boat and God shuts the door himself on, on, on the boat. So, all right, they're all in the ark. It starts raining for 40 days and 40 nights and the earth was flooded for quite a long time after that. And I'm only thinking like, man, I feel like this pandemic has lasted forever. I can only imagine being like, how much longer are we going to be up in this boat? <laughs> Like, please, God, is it over yet? And and Noah's not alone, and he's not just with the animals by himself. He's got like his wife. He's got his three sons and and their wives. And um, I'm wondering like what happens with all of the Nephilim because it says that they were on Earth even after. I I, I don't know. It doesn't really like follow up with hap what what happens with the angels who were on Earth. Um, and so that's one of the questions I'm going to ask God after all this is over. Like. Can, can, what, what happens with that? Um, so you guys already know we're in the boat. Okay, we're in the boat with all these animals. I can only imagine. Ooh, I bet it was stanky in there. What do they eat? I have no idea. Um, they're, oh, I guess, yeah, I guess it wasn't that long. But um, they're in the boat. He sends out the dove. He sends out another bird. He sends out a raven. He's in, but he sends out a dove. And eventually the dove, like, he comes back with a branch. No, he comes back with a branch to let him, to let Noah know that, there is some dry ground. Um, but the fact the bird came back at all was like, well, there's there's some dry stuff, but not enough to like make a life. So eventually Noah sends the dove out again. Dove doesn't come back. And so he takes that as a sign that there we can open up the ark and and start over. It's like a new day. And I'm like, what is that? What is that? Like, what did his family feel like when they got off of the ark and there was nobody out? Like, I would be like, is this the apocalypse? And truly, it's 
we're still in Genesis. We're not even like in the second half of Genesis. We're still like truly in the beginning. But to get off of the boat and everything is different. No one is there. They're letting all the animals off. And it's like, all right, you guys, we've got a big job. We need to have a lot of sex. Like we need to get, I'm sorry, like, but truly, like we really need to get to work because there's a lot of land, literally, and a lot of ground to cover. And we need to repopulate this thing. So let's get it started. Ha! Let's get it started in here. And they did a good job. They did a good job. They they got to work. And uh, I mean, you and I are here today. So um, I mean, they 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 got to work. All right. One last thing about Noah and the Ark. So um. When they all get out, God's like, hey, guys, how are you doing? Okay, so I'm going to make you promise I'm never going to do that again. Sorry if I scared you. Um, but to let you know that I'm never going to do that again, my my promise to you, I'm going to give you this rainbow. So it's a reminder to me, like, all right, you guys, don't just go flooding places. Like, I'm not going to flood the whole earth ever again like that. And so when you see a rainbow, know that I know that that's not going to happen. However... <laughs> I didn't say anything about fire, but like, let's just, we're just talking about water right now. Um, and so he made a covenant and also, um, in, in Genesis chapter nine. Oh wait. I also want to just point out that when he flooded the earth, it sounded like he sent a crazy rain, but also that he released the floodgates from the seas. And I don't know if that's real or not, but it kind of sounds like it, that is one of the reasons why it flooded so well like it seems like the barrier that the sea had that barrier was gone and it just took over the earth as well as the water from the sky so you've getting you're getting flooded from all from from the from the river from the from the ocean and from the sky like that's kind of what it seems like um and so yeah but god's like never gonna do it again here's a rainbow so pretty am i right and it actually truly is it's i i rarely see rainbows but when i do it's like wow it's really amazing i think um in chapter 9 verse 5 he says and for your lifeblood i will surely demand an accounting i will demand an accounting from every animal and from each human being too i will demand an accounting for the life of another human being so it sounds like any animal that eats a human at the end of that animal's life he's gonna be like hey tiger you ate that man you know you're not supposed to do that and for humans um he we're not supposed to kill each other um but he does say in chap in verse three everything that lives and moves about will be food for you just as i gave you the green plants i now give you everything so now it seems like everything is fair game humans are allowed to eat animals um it sounds like God's like, I recommend plants, but you have free will. You can also eat animals as well. But like I said earlier, I don't know if they're necessarily good for us, but, but they taste awesome. But after like that verse, the lifespans start to decrease. Just worth noting, I'm and I'm coming from a carnivore, but like, it kind of makes me want to experience veganism a little bit. Um, but yeah, 
that's that's what we got um and then there's a like at the end of chapter nine it kind of talks about like the sons of noah a little bit and how noah might have been like drinking a little bit and i don't know if it was the baby boy but he saw his dad noah kind of like incapacitated a little bit and so the son went to his brothers and they were like he was like hey y'all dad is like laid out in the tent and they're like what and so y'all it's right there (laughs) i'm not making this up i mean they didn't say it like that but the brothers are like what and so they go into the tent but they they're trying to give their dad privacy and they walk in backwards um with like a cloak over their shoulders or a blanket or something and they walk in backwards so that they don't look at their dad noah who is not clothed and they cover him when noah wakes up he is so mad and it took me a while to be like why is noah mad woke from his in in verse 24 i'm still in chapter 9 he says when noah woke up um, from his wine and found out what his youngest son had done to him he said cursed be canaan the lowest of slaves will he be to his brothers and i was like why is he so mad i but the only thing i can come up with is that he might maybe noah thought like he was gossiping to his other sons that he was like had drank a little too much because i other, like the brothers, they covered him. He doesn't say they were laughing at him or anything. Um, but yeah, he was like really upset. And now he had a curse on him. And I can only imagine that little bro was like, man, shoot. Okay, next up, we got the Tower of Babel. All right, so at this point, the world is like starting, it's like repopulated all the things. And now humans are back in action and doing a lot of stuff. And they decide, you know what? Let's make the tallest building in the world. And like everyone can see how awesome we are and how glorious we are when we build this building to the sky. And at this point, everybody's speaking the same language. I don't know what language that is. Is it Hebrew? Is it English? Is it Chinese? I don't know. And maybe y'all know, but I don't know. But they're, everyone is speaking the same language. And God is like, whoa, wait, we need to put a few ops. We can't have life be like that easy because who knows what can happen if who knows. And so he's like, all right, let's mix it up a little bit. Boom, language. And so while they're building this huge building, this is the Tower of Babel, everyone starts speaking different languages. And that is the origin, according to the Bible and Genesis, of different languages. So I, obviously, I'm American. And so I can imagine if everyone around me is speaking English and then we blink our eyes and now you're spe- you're literally speaking Chinese. I have no idea what you're saying. You're speaking Spanish. I'm sorry. Um, hablo Espanol. What? I don't understand. Um, You're speaking French. Oh, that sounds really pretty, but I have no idea what you're saying. And now we have, we can't finish building this building because we're all speaking different languages, which, and it sounds to somebody like you're babbling. What? Oh, New York City. Why are you honking your horn like that? Um, And so that was, uh, the beginning of a lot of different beautiful languages and I can only imagine what that moment was like like what is happening to me how do I know how to speak this language that I've never spoken before 
I hope my family speaks the same language when I go home. 